1: Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is the Pittsburgh CityCast with Tim Benz, presented by Rivers. Again, this starts with Friday, and uh, hopefully uh, things go well and we find some clarity and I was told that soon thereafter, there could be an announcement that Deshaun Watson will be the next quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. We just got over the air at Rogers stuff.
0: Now we're diving head on into Deshaun Watson, huh? Sean King, former NFL quarterback on VEASAN last night, the nightcap. He's the co-host of that show, saying that he's of the understanding from people that are talking to him that the Steelers are very much interested in Deshaun Watson if Watson clears his legal hurdles on Friday. and you thought acquiring Aaron Rodgers was gonna be a hot potato. Glad you're with us today as we give you the city cast sort of a mini version. Uh, we'll also talk to Seth Rorba and Mike Persuda before everything is said and done this week. But uh, I wanted to kind of post an extra edition today because of what Sean said on Vison last night and what he tweeted which was, let me bring it up here directly for you to give you the exact tweet that Sean put out there because it got a heck of a lot of traction in Pittsburgh and certainly did nationally as well. Yesterday afternoon, King said, Hearing if things go well Friday, Deshaun Watson to the Steelers is happening soon after. Now, some outlets quickly refuted that report, but King stood by it on his show Wednesday evening. In fact, Here's the whole clip of King on VEASAN.
1: Well, the bat phone and the bat email. I woke up this morning and had messages on both that uh, the interest is mutual and that uh, Deshaun Watson has a no-trade clause in his contract, but Pittsburgh is his desired destination if he can find clarity uh, with his legal situation. So as we know, Pittsburgh is in a situation where they need a quarterback as well. They're in the market for one. Uh, I think from a draft asset standpoint, Pittsburgh will have to get creative. I think the player or players they could send back are far more impactful and significant than what Denver sent to Seattle, which in my opinion, lessens the need for the amount of draft assets that Seattle was able to acquire for Russell Wilson. So again, this starts with Friday and uh, hopefully uh, things go well and we find some clarity and I was told that soon thereafter, there could be an announcement that Deshaun Watson will be the next quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Now, what King means by going well on Friday is unclear. That could be complex. Watson is scheduled to have a deposition in the sexual misconduct civil lawsuits brought against him. The quarterback's legal camp is expecting him to plead the fifth in testimony, Simultaneously, the Harris County District Attorney's Office is presenting evidence to a Houston grand jury in Watson's criminal investigation. So how well and in which case King didn't really elaborate. Now, part of the reason why King's report took wing, especially in Pittsburgh, is that he overlapped with Steelers coach Mike Tomlin in Tampa Bay from 01 to 03 when Tomlin was the defensive backs coach. He also did a coaching internship with the Steelers in 2016. I spoke with King for our podcast today and he insisted that he had multiple sources giving him this information. However, he wouldn't specify if those people were coming from Watson's side or the organization side. And even if King and Tomlin do have a friendly relationship, my guess would still be that this is coming from Watson's camp and Tomlin would be highly reluctant on the record off to say anything at all about any prospective quarterback for the organization, let alone this one. Much like the Aaron Rodgers connection to the Steelers from last week, this, to me, is likely an agent, representative, or friend of the player trying to speak a hope into existence. Yet, in our podcast, King also underscores his assertion that the Steelers would attempt to acquire Watson and lean on trading at least one notable player to get the deal done, as opposed to throwing lots of draft picks at the Texans. He stood by a statement that Watson's interested in the Steelers and that the franchise wants to acquire the QB if legal results are in favor of Watson. Now, I couldn't find anybody connected with the Steelers to tell me that the team has any interest in Watson. And given the nature of the allegations facing Watson, the potential blowback of being tied to him, let alone actually trading for him, are such that the Steelers may not even consider bringing him on board. Perhaps this is a test balloon from Watson's camp so the franchise could see how such an idea would go over in Pittsburgh. In terms of feedback he's received since Wednesday, King estimated that he's received 70 to 30% of a split from Steelers fans who just want to see a great quarterback in Pittsburgh. 70% saying that they want Watson in Pittsburgh. The others, according to King, said that they seemed appalled at the idea. In my opinion, there's a difference between keeping Ben Roethlisberger when he was already on the team while he was facing allegations of sexual misconduct over a decade ago versus the notion of actively acquiring Watson from another club. That's also to say nothing of the extent of the legal proceedings in Watson's case and the multitude of accusers versus Roethlisberger's circumstances in 2009 and 2010. Yet King stood by his report again when we spoke. And here's our conversation that I put up on the Breakfast with Ben's podcast at Trib Live. But I also thought we should link it here in the Pittsburgh CityCast as well. Sean King, you can check him out on VEASAN. You can see him on VEASAN between 10 and 1 Eastern. I got the time right there, Sean. 10 and 1 Eastern time, is yes. that correct? Yes. And it's on the nightcap, right? Yes, sir. Now, Sean King, of course, former Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback. Did you overlap in Tampa, Sean, with Mike Tomlin?
1: Yes, yes, Coach Tomlin, good friend of mine. Because a lot of people were
0: interested, curious in the report that you had that came out on Wednesday that the Steelers very well might be the team to acquire Deshaun Watson if, and this is a big if, things work out positively on Friday for him in terms of his court case I guess, can you take me into that report a little bit that you tweeted out and what you meant by that? How positively does it have to go exactly?
1: Well, you know, anytime you're dealing with a case that, you know, seems to have, like, a lot of behind-the-scenes negotiations or dialogue going, I mean, it's hard to put a legitimate timestamp on it, but uh, Deshaun does have a deposition, a grand jury hearing happening this Friday. So I've been told that there could be a resolution. And uh, if so, that there's a lot of interest on his end, and the interest is mutual, you know, with him becoming the next quarterback of the Steelers. Now, having said that, Tim, again, it's the NFL. So nothing's final until it's 100% complete. You know, and I just use that as an example, if you go back to the uh, opening press conferences that the teams did at the uh, Indianapolis Combine this year, Uh, the Seattle Seahawks were asked directly, you know, is Russell Wilson potentially going to be involved in a trade? If so, you know, what would it take? And they vehemently denied that Russell was available and he's now a Denver Bronco. So, you know, it's always misinformation, misdirection this time of year, but you know, I'm I'm a person that kind of has unique angle because I played, I coached and I now in the media, I've been in the media before, so I don't get paid to break news. So if I post something, then it's legit. Are
0: well, you are you getting it from the Steelers side? Are you getting it from Deshaun's side? Where where are you sort of uh, mining this information?
1: Well, you know, again, I have a lot of connections, you know, I know a lot of people. You know, uh, I never you know divulge my sources. I just don't do that. You know, but just also know, like, if you follow me on Twitter, if you follow me on on the show, like, I don't give out false information. You know, perfect example, end of October, you know, I was talking to a very, very reliable source. And they told me that Jim Harbaugh, after the season, was going to leave Michigan and go to the NFL. And I reported that. And, of course, a lot of people said I was crazy. And, you know, the Michigan beat Ohio State and won the Big Ten and won the Rose Bowl and were in the college football playoff. And after they lost to Georgia, what happened? All of a sudden, reports are coming out, Jim Harbaugh is leaving Michigan. Now, ultimately, he didn't leave, but it wasn't because he didn't want to leave. He interviewed for the Minnesota job. I truly believe if offered, he would have taken it, you know, so it didn't work out. So, you know, I, I'm, I stand by what I said. Of course, there still has to be compensation worked out, you know, and considering what Seattle just got for Russell Wilson, I'm sure the Texans are expecting, you know, at minimum, the same level of compensation. All I would say regarding the Steelers is they could potentially include a higher-level player that would, I think, negate some of the necessity that for it to have to be as much draft capital as Denver gave back to Seattle.
0: So you're saying less draft choices, but you're hearing a specific name that's going to go from the Steelers to the Texans, potentially?
1: Well, yeah. They have a, pro, a bunch of Pro Bowl-caliber players that they could include in that swap. You know, because their draft choices are not going to be as desirable. You know, especially getting Deshaun Watson. Those first-round picks are always valuable, but not nearly as valuable as the number 9 pick that Denver was able to send to Seattle.
0: So when you say that hearing if things go well Friday, Deshaun Watson to the Steelers is happening soon after... How well do they have to go Friday in terms of both cases? Because he's being deposed in the civil cases, too, right? So is it simply a matter of not having criminal charges posed on the one side on Friday? And does it have anything to do with the civil deposition that he's got to do as well?
1: So I don't have any background in law. I'm not an attorney. So that's probably the one part that is very unpredictable and the part that we just don't know, but I will say there is uh, a lot of momentum momentum within NFL circles, you know, to put some closure, you know, on the Deshaun Watson situation. It's been going on quite a while now. And uh, from an NFL standpoint, the sooner that, you know, they can get him moved, traded, or whatever may happen, you know, maybe it doesn't turn out well and there's some legal ramifications, but, If there becomes clarity with this situation, then then there's a high probability, possibility. You know, how would I even say, be be completely fine saying likelihood that Pittsburgh is a landing spot?
0: Is that because they're going to have the best package to offer, or is that because Watson wants to go there?
1: I think it's a combination of both, and I think a lot of it is, I think the Texans are going to allow Deshaun to have some say-so. Ultimately, they have to do what's best for them. But at the same time, Lovey Smith knows that he's not going to be the head coach for the Texans for a complete rebuild. You know, it's not like he's going to get this job and, you know, be able to go 6-25-1 like Zach Taylor won his first two years in Cincinnati and still be the head coach in year three. So there is a sense of urgency in Houston as well, you know, to not just – get rid of Deshaun Watson, but get some assets back that can help them, you know, be competitive immediately. So,
0: He's got a no-trade clause. Would he waive it for Pittsburgh? Would he also potentially waive it for Seattle? Because there's another report out there that says Seattle is interested in him.
1: Well, I think a lot of teams are interested in him, Tim. I mean, who wouldn't be? I mean, anyone that doesn't have a current Pro Bowl like MVP caliber quarterback is going to be interested in Deshaun. Oh, no, I, I get uh, it. I, I get know... it.
0: Where I'm going with it is if he is more interested in the Steelers than he is the other teams, and you
1: just said. Oh, 100%. That... He had to sit out a year. Uh, NFL is already a league where it stands for not for long. I mean, there's not a lot of longevity for a lot of guys. Like Brady is kind of like a unicorn in that sense. So, of course, he wants to come back to and go to an organization that can immediately be competitive. And I know that Pittsburgh is definitely a desirable location for him.
0: So he's desirous of Pittsburgh. Uh, What about staying in Houston? Does he want any part of that?
1: Well, I don't think that's been discussed. I think that's a river that's already been crossed. You know, and I don't think there's any going back, you know, to him remaining with the Texans. You know, for one, the Texans... With Deshaun, as a part of the salary cap, can't go out and do what they need to do to fill a lot of deficiencies they have. And I think Sean wants to turn the page. Mm -hmm. I mean, with everything that's going on there in the city of Houston, you know, with the Houston Texans organization, he wants a fresh start. I think they do as well.
0: So let me ask you this, because already in Pittsburgh, as your report came out, a number of beat writers and those that cover the Steelers quickly went into deflection mode and saying that it's not true and the Steelers have no interest. So how would you combat that angle to the report? Uh, what What is it that they don't know that you do?
1: Well, you know, what should the Steelers say? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if a, a beat writer or somebody that covers the organization calls and says, you know, we're hearing a report that you guys are interested in Deshaun Watson. Like, they're not going to say, yes, we are. You know, so that, that's the standard response. You know, it's the same response Seattle gave at the combine. When asked about Russell Wilson, you can you can go in and look it up. They were adamant that Russell's our quarterback. He's not available for trade. You know, we're trying to get better around him and, and you know, go back to the same success level we've had over the last 10 years. And I'm not trying to refute any report that someone that covers the Steelers because they're going based on information that they have. And, mm-hmm. you know, my tweet, my tweet was based mm-hmm. on information that I have. So
0: do you have a sense yet as to why the Steelers would be comfortable bringing Watson in given the nature of the charges? Why would they be okay with that even if he's uh, not charged with anything? Why would they be okay with that when a lot of other teams don't seem to be?
1: Well, I can't speak for the Rooney family or for Coach Tomlin. You know, what I would say is no one really knows exactly what has happened with Deshaun Watson in this situation. Uh, There there really has not been a lot of clarity made public about his level of guilt or his level of innocence. It just seems to be something that is taking longer, especially from a civil standpoint, to to really uh, gain clarity. So... um, If it comes out that he's guilty, you know, of a lot of these things he's been accused of, then, you know, this is a non-story because he more than likely won't play again in the NFL. But it does seem to be getting towards the point where we're going to get some, you know, honest answers about what actually went on because I actually don't know. I don't think, you know, you know, Tim, uh, you know, it's one of those things all we can go by is the reports we've seen published over the last year.
0: How long after Friday? I imagine this is something that's going to have to take place, then what, over the weekend, sometime before the 14th, right, for this to get done?
1: Well, after. I'm talking sometime over the weekend, next week. You know, again, of course, there are deadlines in place. You know, I know when free agency starts and all these different kind of things. So, you know, I'm not willing to, like, give an exact date. I just reported, you know, information that I believe that I know came from credible sources, you know, and so you we'll from see mul- how Friday goes.
0: You're hearing this from multiple people then, huh?
1: Yes. So, we'll see how Friday goes.
0: Let me ask you this, the multiple people that you're hearing from, are they on both sides, on like the Watson side and the team side?
1: Well, again, Tim, I don't want to get into that. Uh, you know, I think my track record speaks for itself. You know, uh, I didn't have to tweet that out. You know, that's, Mm-hmm. Not exactly what I'm paid to do, you know. I host the yep. show at the oh, that's on from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, so <laughs> you know, me tweeting that is not going to get me a lot of people in Pennsylvania watching the nightcap. They're generally in bed. They're hardworking, good people, you know. But you know, when I do get information like that that I, I trust, you know, I put it out there.
0: Is it your belief that? the contract that Deshaun is currently under would go to the Steelers intact, or would they have to redo it, as was a lot of the conversation surrounding the Aaron Rodgers situation?
1: Well, I think wherever Deshaun ends up, if it's not Pittsburgh, they're going to want to extend his contract. I mean, he's an elite quarterback, and, you know, as a former player, the one way that I look at contracts is the market is the market, Tim. And if you're a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback, you're talking, you know, 40 million and up. That just is what it is. Whether you think Dak Prescott is worth it or Kirk Cousins is worth it, or you know, if you think Aaron Rodgers is worth the report at 50 he got, it, it doesn't really matter. It just is what it is. If you're in that next level of quarterbacks, you're probably somewhere in the 25 to you know high 30 range per year. You know, that's just kind of what the market is right now in the NFL. And don't forget, each team was awarded an extra $25 million in cap space. So a lot of teams that thought they were in one specific cap situation, it's now looking a little brighter.
0: Last thing, Sean. Do you think that uh, the Steelers, if they are interested in doing this with Watson, don't mind this conversation being out there sort of, you know, a test balloon to see how people are going to react to it?
1: Yeah, and it was interesting. You know, uh, I think it was about 70-30. You know, the majority of people that seem passionate about the Steelers, you know, just want a great quarterback to be in Pittsburgh. And then there was another 30, 35 percent that seem appalled. Mm. You know, I think in in this day and age, you have to be conscious of the temperature, but you also have to be completely, I think, 100 percent faithful to what your research tells you. You know, when uh, the the way I look at it, at least if I was a a general manager, owner of a team, I don't remember him getting into any off-the-field issues while at Clemson. You know, I don't remember anything off-the-field in high school and and up until this situation with the Texans. You know, I want to say Deshaun was viewed as one of the model citizens of the National Football League. If it's true, it does seem to be something that, hopefully if it is true, it's something that he's learned from and, you know, can find closer with himself and with the young women and, and he can move on.
0: Well, Sean, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, have a good show tonight. We'll be watching closely as everybody will uh, for the news coming out from this story on Friday. And uh, we'll definitely keep an eye on it in Pittsburgh as will everybody.
1: Absolutely, man. And listen, I'm a big fan of Coach Tomlin. I think he's You know, one of the top coaches in the National Football League. I actually did an internship with the Steelers back in 2016, so I got to see up close the passion that fan base has. And so I'm pulling for them that everything works out and they can go into next year feeling like they have a chance to hoist the Lombardi Trophy.
0: Thanks, Sean. All the best. We'll be watching. All
1: right. See you later. Thanks, Tim.
0: And by the way, I meant to mention this before. I I don't know for certain who those players are that – King is talking about as it relates to who might go out in a trade from the Steelers to the Houston Texans, but when he says Pro Bowl caliber, my inkling is, okay, well, the Pro Bowlers, Watt and Hayward, it ain't going to be them. Pro Bowl caliber kind of means Najee Harris because Harris didn't make the Pro Bowl but was added because of Joe Mixon going to the Super Bowl for the Bengals. And similarly, with the Bengals going to the Super Bowl, Jamar Chase didn't play, so Deontay Johnson did, and I don't think they get rid of Harris in this deal, but Johnson coming to the end of his contract, maybe. Dare I even suggest it, Minka Fitzpatrick, perhaps, because of the deal he might need to get, and... Do they see it as worthwhile to trade Minka to get Deshaun Watson with then the Texans having to worry about Minka's contract instead of them? That's just a guess. I'm trying to connect the dots that King is putting out there. That's not my assertion, but I'm just trying to fill in the blanks, and those are the two names that came to mind based on his verbiage as to what is expected. Pat Fryermuth probably not, because they don't have another tight end now. So I would think it's one of those two guys, and there are some safeties and wide receivers in the draft that could replace those guys if they address the quarterback hole with Watson. But again, this all has everything to do with Friday. All right, so just wanted to put this out there, sort of a bonus city cast based on what we heard from Sean King on Vison. We'll have Mike Persuda and Seth Roroba coming up before the end of the week, and we'll make sure that we dive into uh, more of the lines for not only – March Madness, but also hockey as well. This is the Pittsburgh CityCast. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience Rush Pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook. At BetRivers.com, presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem, call one 800 gambler